You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone. Casey here with David each week at the Football Radio Show. We give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Dave. You buckled. You locked and loaded, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Let's do this All thing. right, then. <laughs> our next stop, the trend zone. In today's episode, talk our fantasy go-back starts of the week, our survival picks, some big-time injuries. Of course, we'll preview the best games coming up in week six, Dave. But before we get to what is trending, bro, trending with some tasty nugs dude <laughs> all right yeah so casey we've been talking all year about the qb driven league all the numbers at all times high all time highs uh i'll start this off right at the top with drew Brees, man all-time oh, wow. leading passing leader uh passing yardage leader uh the dude is just a machine and he gets past Favre and manning on the same night uh, what can you say about Breeze, dude? Overachiever, whatever Former you want to say. Former Charger. You can say that without a doubt. <laughs> Former Charger. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously all around good guy and also just uh, a great, great quarterback, man. So Yeah, dude. It's unfortunate that it didn't work out in San Diego. Yeah. You know, it's hard to tell with the injury and the way the draft did. But, like, the city of New Orleans needed Breeze. He's the yeah. perfect ambassador for the city. He's done amazing things there, and it's just the perfect fit. So, uh, you know, maybe the uh, the Chargers were just a pit stop on the, uh, you know, the road to destiny there. But, man, yeah. it's too small to play in the NFL, Dave. Yeah, well, well, they basically ran him out of town because he just could, didn't have a strong enough arm for to be a Charger dude. So that that's uh, that's history there. Speaking of some more exciting things, how about Cousins, dude? Uh, interesting stat. First player in NFL history to complete at least 30 passes in four consecutive games. That's a pretty, uh, obviously a pretty good number of completions, but it's kind of surprising that's never happened. But nonetheless, 30 passes, completions in four straight weeks, dude. And then you've got Mahomes, who's been destroying the NFL uh, like it was um, practice against you know skeleton defenses. He finally comes For the Sooners defense. <laughs> That's right. He finally comes back there, throws a couple of picks, and no touchdown passes. Only did run one in, and the Chiefs still win there, dude. So um, you know, not a good game by any means, him. But no. it was like never even in question. The whole thing no, no, was no. like, oh, the Chiefs are rolling this thing. So mm-hmm. um, they're getting it done a lot of ways. And it piqued my interest knowing that that Monday night football with the Rams and the Chiefs is just about a month away, dude. Mexico City going to be awesome, dude. No doubt about it. Well, along the way, we obviously um, have a Sunday nighter with the Chiefs uh, at the Patriots coming up this week, Casey. So that's also another good one. But one other... Interesting note in our nugular category is the fact that once again, Casey, we had an overtime game. The first five weeks of the 2018 season, at least one overtime game each week, marking the first time that has ever happened in NFL history, dude. Crazy, man. This season is bonkers. Points (laughs) are through the roof. Yep. Extra games. It's all good, brother. (laughs) All right, Dave, let's get into some unfortunate business, but it is part of the NFL, the injuries, yep. man. Uh, Big-time running back uh, heads the list on this one. Yeah, that's my guy, J.H.I., fantasy disaster for me. But, um, 
Yeah, he blows his ACL out. He's gone for the year. Tough break for him. Uh, also, for our Los Angeles Rams case, uh, Cook and Cup get banged up and, and unable to continue with concussions last week. They're day-to-day, so hopefully they're good to go this week heading to Denver. You almost didn't even notice because they kept on putting up 30 <laughs> points in the game. It was like, oh, they have any injuries, dude? Man. And then Matt Breida, the running back for the Niners, he's got a their high ankle or a medium ankle or whatever mm-hmm. it is. They're not sure how long he's going to be out, but it looks like he's going to miss a little bit of time. And Austin Safarian Jenkins, dude. This cat's got a core injury. He's going to be out for a little while as well. Yeah, no doubt about it, dude. Uh, also, running back Corey Grant is uh, – Another uh, Jaguar that is uh, out for the year. So they're short on running backs there. They signed Jamal Charles to sort of fill some, hopefully fill some of that uh, that void there. Isn't it tough to tell people you have a Liz Frank injury? I mean, it doesn't sound <laughs> like it's that hurting or anything. Well, get back out Why there. The <laughs> it's Liz Frank. It's Liz. I got the Liz. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Dave, let's move on, brother. We got our survivor or three strikes pool. You people need to adopt the three strikes because it gives you more bang for your buck and lets you live a little bit longer. Yeah. Dave, you, you rode Easy Street. You took the smart money this week. Yeah, I went with New England over Indy, and that was my just my placement because I always do a placer on, on Tuesday, so I don't forget. And then I thought, I'll surely Hang check on. back before Thursday. Kozlu, are you listening to what Dave does? He puts in a to make sure he doesn't miss the deadline. Okay. I thought, I'd surely check back before Thursday. And then I found out on Friday when I re- reevaluated that I had already passed and I already won. So uh, uh, good uh, good fortune on my part. Yeah, bad news is you don't get to use the Patriots again, True. but good news, you live to uh, fight another day. Dave, I was sweating my pick. I had the Carolina Panthers. Oh. It looked like Eli was going to sizzle me once again like yep. those stupid Giants always do, but it was the big right foot of Graham Gounod's 63-yarder Man. sent the Giants to a defeat and sent myself to week six in the survival pool. Yeah, dude. The most uh, most popular correct pick last week was mine, New England over Indy. Most popular incorrect pick, the Titans over the Bills. People are jumping onto that who's playing the Bills thing. It's burning them, Casey. <laughs> I know. I got sizzled on that thing with the Vikings. So did I. Oh, man. And the most popular pick heading into week six is the Packers over the 49ers with over 35% of the country. I don't know if I'm touching that one, dude, as much as Aaron Rodgers is getting banged up. Yeah, I don't like that one at all. This one's a sketchy, sketchy week. I already picked the the pack, though, so uh, that one's not on the table for me. All right, Dave, let's get to it, brother. Your go-back fantasy starts of the week. How did you do, and could you have done anything different? I I could have. I could have put Crowell in. Who knew he was going to get a 32.1? I could have benched Yeldon, who had an 18.2. That's uh, an awesome score anyways, but I still would have come up short. So, no, nothing, nothing to regret here necessarily. Dude, one of my boys the other, uh, it was about three weeks ago, he's like, hey, man, I got an offer of Ertz and Crowell for Gronk. What do you think? I was like... I don't know, dude. Gronk healthy is one of the best weapons in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's cursing my name right now. Dave yep. <laughs> uh, ended up losing. I even had to go into this game without a tight end because my guy Burton was on a bye with the Bears this week. I didn't like a lot that was on our scrap heap because you know the cupboard is bare in the Very. Market in yep. our league. So I went without. I lost by seven. Or I lost by ten points. I couldn't have made it anyways. There wasn't yeah. a tight end on the uh, the waiver wire that would have got those points for me. But I could have started Deshaun Watson instead of Matt Ryan, and I could have played, I think, 
uh, or Sammy Watkins with the bad hammy over Julian Edelman, and that might have gotten me there. But um, horseshoes and hand grenades, I yeah. took the L. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the meat hands, so it oh, stings a little bit. A little extra pain. Should. Yeah, yeah no I'll doubt. get back in the playoffs. Okay, so enough of this nonsense uh, fantasy stuff, dude. On to the reality. Yeah, baby. Let's get this thing cracking, Dave. All right, I got it for you, baby. I got it started off with the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants, man. Wow. Eagles on the road favored by three. Yeah, dude. And uh, these Eagles, man, it's been uh, it's not been all great for them this Mm-mm. year. That They're finding it a little bit tougher to be the defending champs and hunting that thing. A lot of injuries there. They've played well at times, and they've been in all these games, but it's been the slow starts that have really cost them. You mentioned Jay Ajayi gone. Gone. Corey Clement's a little bit hurt there, so not exactly sure what they have at the uh, running back position. I guess you could get Smallwood if you're looking for a free agent pickup that might get some heavy traction here. But Philly needs a win desperately, and beating uh, the Giants on the road uh, would probably cheer Philly fan up quite a bit. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad thing. It is obviously divisional, and those are always important. This Giants team coming off that very disappointing loss, as you mentioned previously, to the Carolina Panthers late on that huge kick by Gano. It looked like the Giants had played well enough to win that football game last week. They're sitting at 1-4, and four, which is woeful uh, for their season. Uh, but at the same time, they were so close to 2-3, and three, which is where the Eagles are right now. Uh, obviously, you mentioned the Eagles team struggle a little bit, but um, who knows? Maybe the Giants keep that momentum going and can get it over the top this week. All right, Dave, up next, we got the L.A. Chargers at the Cleveland Browns, and the Chargers are one-point favorites on the road. Yeah, and obviously, we remembered a couple years ago on Christmas Eve as the Chargers lost to the Browns, their only uh the Browns' only win in two years was against the Chargers. Chargers avenged that loss last year, and here they get a, uh, another shot uh, going to Cleveland. But this Chargers team's coming off two wins in a row against the Niners and the Raiders. Uh, they they were two and two out of three in their uh, California tour as they dropped one uh, to the Rams. But uh, Philip Rivers really playing exceptionally well right now. He has. Um, uh, only only uh, Mahomes has more touchdowns than him. Phillip Rivers at 12 touchdowns, just two picks. Uh, really, really high uh, quarterback rating right now. Chargers playing some pretty good football. So they're looking to go into Cleveland and not give the Browns uh, a lot of hope. Try and take care of this game early. Melvin Gordon running real well. Yeah, unfortunately for the Chargers, dude, there's a lot of hope in Cleveland right now, man. You yep. watch Baker Mayfield play, and you just feel like he's going to make the play. You feel like he is going to win the game, yeah. man. He's electric to watch. There's a lot of weapons there now. Him and Juice are really getting it going there. you got the, the tandem at running back with Hyde and Chubb. And now we're starting to see Duke Johnson as he's getting a little healthier too. So lots of weapons there. And this Cleveland defense has been great so far, yep. man. So they're starting to put it together. It looks like they're going in the right direction, Dave. It's going to be hard to root for your Chargers because I love watching my guy Baker play, man. This is going to be a fun game, dude. Yeah, no doubt about it. Cleveland's been in every game, had a chance to win every game. All right, moving on. It's the Chicago Bears at the Miami Dolphins. Bears on the road, favored by three in this one. Yeah, dude, these Bears, man. It's like I was on with uh, the Kentucky Women Talking Sports yeah. uh, this weekend. They were talking about some NFC teams that might come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then after I got off the, the show with them, I was like, these Bears, man, they're playing great defense. Yeah. That Matt Nagy offense looks a lot like the Chiefs. 
They're a lot of fun. Troobs is coming off a six TD game. Ooh. If he can continue to play anywhere near that and just take care of the football and make good decisions, man, they got the one-two punch with Cohen and uh, Howard there too. So lots of weapons for this Bear squad. They're playing good defense, man. This could go a long way, getting a big road win. We'll see if they can take that magic away from Chicago and pick it up down at the beach in the rematch of the 85 game where those stinking <laughs> Dolphins beat the Bears and knocked them from the ranks of the undefeated. I'll tell you what, Casey. This Miami team started out the gates 3-0, uh, and and they were one of the surprise. That's good. Yeah, that's a good start, man. They were a real surprise team, especially uh, for me. Uh, but run the ball well, playing solid uh, football. But then they dropped a couple of games, most recently to the Bengals. Um, and right now, uh, sitting at 3-2, uh, and two, still in great shape here to sort of right the ship against this Bears, this uh, up start Bears team that's suddenly uh, quite impressive. Uh, this Dolphins team has got to figure out how to uh, run the ball, uh, you know, continue to run the ball and, and keep Troobes, unbelievably, from scoring six Troops. touchdowns against them. <laughs> and they should be okay. But big difference between getting up there at four and two and staying kind of even with the Patriots and dropping suddenly three straight. All right, up next, Dave, we got an AFC North battle of Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. And this line's dropping a little bit. It's at two and a half now, favoring the Bengals at home. Wow. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. This uh, Steelers team obviously got off to a sluggish start this year uh, with the tie there early uh, against the Brownies. Um, but they've got things kind of put together, uh, especially last week when they really throttled the Atlanta Falcons in Pittsburgh. I thought the Falcons were going to go in there and, and figure it out against yeah. the Steelers defense defense that had played poorly uh, early in the season, but the Steelers' defense got all over Matt Ryan. They got him handled, and uh, the whole day he was uh, out of sorts. And then you got uh, uh, James Conner running the football for the Steelers, and of course you have Antonio Brown and Sh Schuster uh, Smith there and Ben Roethlisberger. The Steelers' offense can put up points like they did last week. Yeah, and the Bengals, man, welcomed uh, Sight getting Joe Mixon back. He's not fully healthy, but he still had a huge impact on that game. In the last two weeks, Cincinnati's been kind of the anti-Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. They've been playing great late and getting these wins. You know, they were down in both of those games and found a way um, to win them both against the Falcons on the road and then um, last week against the Dolphins. So been very impressed with the Bengals so far. We'll see if they can keep it going. Um, that run game, like I said, with Mixon has been a big help to Andy Dalton. So, man, yeah. if they could get this win, that would be huge for the Bengals. But I can feel Bengal fan back there worried. This is where it normally turns south. <laughs> Let's see if they can avoid that letdown. Up next, it's the Baltimore Ravens on the road at Tennessee. Ravens favored by three. Yeah, this Ravens team, man, is a bit weird. Mm -hmm. They're doing some stuff well, but then they can lay an egg as well uh healthy joe flacco's looked a lot better he's still working on that offense getting it going john brown's a great weapon there and uh they've got like three or four tight ends there with uh max williams um they're getting hayden hurst back the the pick out of south carolina and my guy from oklahoma mark andrews so there's tons to go there and you got the one-two punch with uh buck allen and uh, what's homeboy's name on the Cosloo? Alex Collins. How can I forget you, Alex, baby? You gave me a playoff push last year in fantasy. I'm sorry, brother. I won't let that happen again. So the weapons there, we know about the defense. Um, this is going to be a very 
physical football game, and Baltimore needs a win, like I said, to keep pace with uh, the Steelers or the the Bengals. Yeah, and then you've got and the Brownies. Yeah, no doubt, tight division. On the other side, another tight division. The Tennessee uh, Titans are sitting there, actually, technically in first place at three and two. Um, they've had some some games where they've played exceptionally well, and and they've got some impressive wins, including beating Jacksonville uh, and uh, in the division there. Uh, so sitting there at three and two, feeling pretty good about themselves. Uh, but they also have come back and played down to their opponents. I mean, who knows how good or bad the Bills are, but they lose to the Bills last week. This Titans team, you know, with a new coaching staff and a new offensive system, Mariota has got to get himself comfortable. I don't think we've seen Mariota uh, really excel yet this year. And uh, maybe as the time passes under the new offensive system, they'll really get things going. They can run the football. They can play a physical game. So this is definitely going to be a physical game between these two two, uh, two squads for sure. It's weird how that offensive system has made Derrick Henry disappear, dude. Where's this guy? Right. And no question, uh, th- I, I think the, that it's going to take a little time, but maybe the, the payoff will be down the road. And they're 3-2. and two. All right. Moving on. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots Sunday Night Football. Dave, Patriots are three-and-a-half point favorites at home. And this one... Over under fifty nine and a half. Dude. I know. I point. That was a talk about your favorite team. <laughs> First of all, that red team is not my favorite team, but that the over under did jump out at me too as the biggest one of the week. That thing is massive. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if New England can put a monkey wrench in that. Uh, but first, let's go. Obviously, with Kansas City, they're five and zero, dude. They're. Um, if not the best offense, the second best offense in the NFL right now. Uh, what Andy Reid has been able to do, uh, innovative wise, uh, enemy the offensive coordinator, technically Randy uh, Andy Reid calling the calling the plays there. Uh, Mahomes exploding onto the scene with the with the things that he's been able to do here, um, and the uh, the defense of the Chiefs not that great, but they haven't been they haven't needed to be. They've played with the lead most of the year, uh, almost every game they're out in front, um, and if they can do that. Like I said, that creativity, the misdirection, the speed that they bring on offense. Um, this Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, obviously uh, very exciting. And go back a year, a little plus, and they destroyed the, the, the Patriots in an unexpected opening game. We'll see what happens here. Yeah, dude, in the past, the Patriots, when they play a team, all they do is take away what you do best. Yep. And when you're going up against a team like the Chiefs, I don't know what you take away, you know? <laughs> right. So um, they just do so many things well. So New England is definitely going to have their hands full on defense. But a couple weeks ago, it looked like the sky was falling in New England, and that's the case every year. And it's anything but that. Got Julian Edelman back last week. He had, I think, like six or seven catches from that 60 yards. But Josh Gordon and Tom Brady starting to work it out, man. Mm -hmm. And that could be one of the, the deadliest combos in the NFL once those guys find their way there. And James White, dude, this guy, man, ever since the Super Bowl a couple years ago has been just torching defenses. So they'll find the matchups they like there. they got to get a healthy Gronk. Um, until that ankle gets 100%, he's not going to be that huge weapon that Brady has relied on. But even just having him on the field yeah. will draw coverages away. So New England's going to be fine. We talked about it. This is probably an AFC championship preview. Will that game be in Kansas City? Will it be in New England? <laughs> this could go a long um, way. Who knows? Yeah, but this is going to be an awesome game. I cannot wait to yeah, see don't, it. Yeah, don't forget, so my, my guy Sony Michelle also uh, making an impact 
for the Patriots as obviously guy running backs have dropped like flies for them. Uh, he's had a more elevated role and he, he b- uh, bit off a big chunk for a touchdown last week. So, yeah, dude, when you got him in the fantasy draft, I was like, Dave, all you need is like three or four running backs to get hurt for the year, and your guy's going to see the field. He's Voila. seen the field, bro. He's seen it well, dude. This guy is a huge big-time weapon. It's fun to watch. It's going to be great. Dude, so many ways you can check out the Football Radio Show. Start first by subscribing to our YouTube channel, then go ahead and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, or if you're just an OG, head on over to footballradioshow.com. That's going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. We are the Football Dudes. For Dave, I'm Casey. Enjoy the games, people. We're out of here.